episode of the Ever Black Podcast is brought to you by Death Wish Hot Rods and Customs. Check out their Instagram for all their new t-shirts, caps, beanies, cups, and the all-new Atomic Death lineup. Hello, hello, hello. Hey. There you are. You got What's up, buddy? Hey, good, man. What's going on? Oh, busy day. Busy day today. We're uh, just finished sound check, uh, able to get a little bit of food, and now I have an hour of interviews before I have to get dressed and play tonight. So Brittle, dude. Cramming it all in, eh? Yes, yes. It's good to see you again, dude. Well, I mean, you know, in person. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I'm, I, I survived the pandemic. Yes, you did. Like yes. us, like us all, as much, much as we could. But uh, yes. yeah, that's it, eh? But man, hey, thanks for joining us on the show again. Like, I think this is the sixth time you've jumped on, which is cool. Possibly, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, of course, uh, mate, you've, uh, you're currently on tour. I can see you're in a back room there. How's the tour going? Uh, good so far. It's uh, it's still early in the tour. I think we've did uh, maybe eleven shows out of like forty three or forty four coming up. Oh. So it's still early early stages. Um, but it's been great. It's just great. The first first couple, you know, first week or so, just we start to realize our bodies hurt after the shows, and the next day we're like, oh, so we're just uh, we're just being, you know grumpy old men for the first uh first couple of weeks and then we fall into we fall into it how long's that because how long does it usually take for you to sort of get into that groove of it physically because i know i do a couple of shows in a row and i'm like reaching for the voltaren i feel like i'm kind of in into it already i mean uh you know it's, it's usually just the first couple of days it's kind of figuring out uh you know, just getting used to the stage show and, and, and the songs and all that. So now I've I've memorized the set list. So that's a good thing. I don't have to look down at it anymore. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, it's uh, it, like I said, it takes takes a couple of days, sometimes a week uh, till we all kind of fall in line with it. But uh, but so far, so good. Yeah. Awesome, man. Awesome. Well, of course, uh, the new album Horrifier is out on October 7. And uh, man, it's such a great album. Like. Thank well, you. it's what the doctor or mortician i don't know ordered i guess <laughs> for me i don't know it's i every time you release an album i know that it's going to be quality and it it just puts me in a good mood so Great. I look forward to to listening to it and i've got to say that the opener and the single of course uh insides out is filthy disgusting stank face inducing what else could I call it? But it's fucking amazing, and I love it. It's uh, it's a heavy duty one. It's um, you know the the video I think kind of matched the uh, yeah. the audio of it. You know, so uh, yeah, it's just a really just unique song that that uh that we have on the record. I think it's just unique to our catalog of, of songs. It's just but it fits. It sounds like it sounds like a monster. The it does. the the rip. The riff, the guitars, all that—it sounds like a monster. And uh, you know, for some people, you know, uh, I think when they think of Wednesday Thirteen, you know, of course they say horror punk or whatever, and they'll think of you know some of the earlier stuff. So mm. when they hear that song, it could be like, "Whoa, I didn't even realize this is Wednesday 13 or 
because uh, it's such a different song. But uh, you know, for me, that that song when when uh, the music was brought to the table and I'm listening to it, and I'm like, all right, how am I going to put the lyrics over this? And I literally just kind of channeled in uh, uh, "Twisted Sister." Um, it, it reminded me of uh, of their "Stay Hungry" album. Whenever they, so you got your, you know, uh, we're not going to take it. Yep. I want, I want rock. And then they had "Burn in Hell." And then they had Captain Howdy and those songs were just heavy and weird. And I remember at the time it was almost kind of scary, but it still was them. Uh, and the same thing for like, like God of Thunder by Kiss. You know, when I first heard that, I'm like, whoa, is, is that Kiss? You know, so. Um, so, yeah, this is our this is our God of Thunder burning hell type uh, type of song. And it, and it fits well. And we've been playing it live every night and it's probably my favorite song in the set list and the crowd just loves it it's just got such a you cannot not do this that's it and the face drops the face yeah man i love it the, the, mug, the mean mug yeah knuckle dragon it's a knuckle dragon <laughs> song i love it i'm all about it I'm all about it and i love the cover the cover reminds me of uh snake man i don't know if you can see it up here Stay yeah confident. that's exactly that's exactly the inspiration of it i uh my artist uh that i've been working with for the past couple of years a great artist guy named johnny bush uh we worked on it for uh a couple of months different ideas and we actually had the album cover before we even recorded the record which is the first in my career ever oh yeah, yeah. Um, but i just said hey man let why don't we make like a my version of of snake mountain uh and just when it when it came out that's exactly what you know you get it yeah <laughs> you know so uh but it's but it's such a cool thing but again if it to some people it uh, you know it reminded them of king diamond a little bit um so it's like it's it's all in good artwork world because king diamond's artwork's amazing the he-man artwork is amazing mm. uh so you know with us you know being the way it seems to be every year it seems like physical product just starts to go away more and more so i try to make our our album our cover art everything we want you to put your filthy hands on it you have to hold it it it, it means something it's it's more than just uh um you know just listening to the music it's all a big visual package it all it all has to go together to understand it 100 percent. i can't wait to get it on vinyl i can't wait to have you yeah but uh do you know what would be cool imagine having like that like as a play set Go oh, I, dude, oh. that'd be amazing. Maybe, maybe one day, maybe if we could sell a bajillion records, they'll make a Wednesday 13 castle for your children to play with. <laughs> yeah, the children. Yeah, that's right. Do it for the children. <laughs> Always for the children. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, oh, man, uh, you know, the song that I, I guess gave me the biggest chuckle was uh, Good Day to Be a Bad Guy. No, yes. I, I don't know if you'd call it happy, but it's definitely triumphant and it put me in a pretty good mood when I was driving. What's, what's the origins of that one? Um, again, I, you know, I, I talk about my influences all the time because they are a huge part of it. So, um, you know, when I was saying insides out, it kind of reminded me of twisted sisters, heavy stuff. Well, good day to be a bad guy is like, we're not going to take it. Or, uh, you know, it's got a, it's that anthematic, it's happy, it's fun. But when you listen to the lyrics and you go, Whoa, that's <laughs> these lyrics are funny. Um, it was one of the very first songs that I wrote 
And immediately when I wrote it, I was like, man, this sounds like murder dolls. This sounds like this could be a murder doll song or would be a murder doll song. Um, so I just, I just went with it. I, I knew, I knew instantly that when we recorded that it was going to be a cool, fun song. And, uh, we've been playing that live every night and, and, you know, no one knows it yet. Cause that's, that's the next single that's out on October 5th. Um, but by the time when we play it uh, live by the middle of the song, they're singing, they're singing the chorus back to me. So, uh, I knew that was going to be a good crowd reaction song. And, and, and the title alone is just a, it's a funny title. And, uh, the, the title of it kind of came from, uh, whenever the lockdowns first happened and, uh, for COVID in 2020 and, uh, Los Angeles, California is where I, where I live. And, and it was one of the first places to, to, uh, lock, shut down and they had the mandatory mask. Mm. So at first, you know, that, that, that became a thing for two years and everyone got used to the mask, but at first it was kind of like mandatory mask, you know, me being the, the kind of dude I am, I'm sitting there thinking like, when I heard that, I'm like, mandatory mask. You have to wear a mask everywhere. I'm like, even into the bank. They were like, into the bank. And I'm like, well, it's a good day to be a bad guy. <laughs> I love it. You know, so that's where that title came from. Um, just kind of like a wow. Everyone has to wear masks. So, we'll, well, good luck. The crime rate is going up. <laughs> weird, weird times we're in, man. Weird times we're in. But I also like the uh, the song about Christine. All there too. That's yes. That's, that's a banger. And I saw they're, re- they're remaking it. Are they? Are they uh, right? I hope not. <laughs> She's, they're going to um, make her a Tesla. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. The uh, the Christine song has all has been on a it's a bucket list of a song of mine I wanted to to write. Uh, and when we were writing for this record, uh, I was going back through some older demos I'd had just to go back and listen to something that maybe I had yeah. overlooked or, or something that maybe just to hear. And I found the music for a little bit of, a, of, of that song, Christine, and I had it listed as Christine. And I was like, whoa, I didn't start working on this. I must've been drunk late one night years ago working on this. And uh, so I brought it back from that, from the demo graveyard and, uh, and over the COVID uh, lockdown, I probably watched Christine about, 15 20 times so it was it was just on the constant shuffle on my on my dvd player and uh i sat down and i tried to write the riff of what that car so when you listen to that song i want you to actually feel like that's the car the engine the guitar riff is the engine and we're just and it's just running over people so good 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 violent family song yeah family fun for everyone yeah most (laughs) definitely (laughs) Oh man, talking about remakes, but it, did you see the the Hellraiser trailer got released this morning? Or I heard about it. I have yet to uh, to see it. Um, so again, I, I'll give anything a, a try. But uh, so far, the remakes and a lot of stuff, I'm just not a big I'm not a big fan of it. I'm not saying it sucks or mm. it just doesn't really appeal to me. The CGI stuff that came out, you know, and like. 20 years ago was just it just killed like horror for me so uh that's why you could always find me watching old movies or you know i'll take a i'll take an old school guy in a rubber monster mask than some cgi thing that doesn't seem touchable to me well i think they've gone practical with this i saw it and even i was skeptical and i was like mm-hmm. holy shit this thing looks 
amazing. <laughs> so yeah, it could be great. It could be great. I, I I didn't even know there was a new one coming out yeah. or anything. So uh, actually, before I came out to do these interviews, someone goes, "New Hellraiser trailers out." She's a girl. I'm like, "What?" Wow. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I always thought I always pictured I always pictured my Hellraiser pinhead with a dick. So I don't know. <laughs> I old Dougie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, old Doug Bradley. What a legend. But uh mate, as we mentioned before, the last couple of years have been very difficult for a lot of folks and, and pretty much everyone I know unfortunately has lost someone close to them, like I have and and other friends of mine. There's a song on here, the last track. Um which is uh, other side, and it's just mm-hmm. incredible, man. I think it's such a touching, beautiful tribute to those people, and it's so relatable. You know, yeah. I, I think that's going to touch a lot of people, dude. I I hope so. Those are the kind of songs that are the hardest for me to release. I won't say write. They're not. It wasn't hard to write. It wasn't hard to sing those words because I I needed to get those words out. Mm. The hardest part is 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 you know, I'm the I'm the Duke of Spook. I'm the guy that writes fantasy fun songs that you don't have to think about in your real life. You know, and uh, if I'm singing about death, I'm singing about it in a horror movie tongue in cheek kind of way. But when I actually have to, you know, when I write a song that's a personal thing like that, it's just, it's like it's just literally like just bearing my entire skeleton to people so it's always a little scary to release that because I don't know what people are going to think about it you know uh but I did feel deep down inside when we we recorded the song and the, and the vocals and like I said I, it's dedicated to my to my mother and, and Joey and uh, um you know when I finished it I, I felt like I had like a little, little bit of closure with that a bit and I was thinking about it. I'm like, man, I was like, you know, Joey Jordison is 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 loved all over the world. Yeah. So maybe people can hear this song too and maybe get a little closure with that too. Or it doesn't even have to be that. Like you said, it seems like everybody lost somebody, whether it was due to COVID or just something. And uh, you know, it's 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 relatable, is 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 exactly like you said, it's a relatable thing. And I I didn't try to make it too sad. I don't think it's a I don't know. It's almost like an uplifting kind of kind of song. Uh, and, it, you know, the record starts off horrifying and then kind of ends on that note. And I thought that was a cool place to leave it. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. And it got me like it really got me hard. And I think you've, you've nailed it, bro. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. Good to hear. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, uh, of course, uh, Murder Dolls, is, uh, you've been playing um part of your a few tracks i think part of the 20th anniversary yes smashing that out i mean that's a massive part of of music history and and something that's important for me i remember when i got the album and it just completely changed the fucking game man and i just saw you know what i mean like i saw so many it it, the path went from baggy pants and and tip you know it's like and then all these people were starting to go down the hot and, and embracing the horror embracing punk embracing that other side and man it's such a special album and and it a special was, band it was a, it was a great moment it was uh it was definitely unique and and uh, this when we came out it was the music scene was kind of in shambles like hmm. The new metal thing was kind of going down. Uh, you know, Slipknot was ready to take a break. Obviously, that's why Joey did the did the project. Yeah. Uh, but 
we just came in with our you know our personalities and the and the and the songs and it just it worked it was it was it was punk it was goth it yep. was glam it was it was rock it was everything that everybody else was at that time and uh you know it, it was it was just a good it was a good time and it worked you know it worked all over the world some places better than others the uk was was insane for us like uh, I, rem- I remember doing album signings for that album and we were in london and like 2000 kids showed up and only like 400 got in and we were trying to leave the the record store and all those kids are chasing us down through piccadilly circus and shaking our van it was like a, it was a beatles moment it was uh it was crazy you know man but that's what kicked off my career uh, and that's why i called this tour we're on right now the 20 years of fear tour because 20 years ago is when the album came out uh, and my and my world changed. So during our live show, we have a uh, we have a section in the middle of the set where uh, I talk about murder dolls and I talk about Joey and dedicate uh, a little three song section to him in our in our show. So uh, it goes over great every night. Some nights I can do it really good. Some nights I get choked up. Um, yeah. but, but he's but we do it every night and we've been doing it every year uh, this all this year on the previous tour. So um, I did, dude's got a, got a lot of people that love him and still love him. And, when, uh, you know, we have the part of the show where we can dedicate it to him. It's just, uh, you can just feel that atmosphere there. Mate, what a beautiful celebration, mate. Of not only Joey, but your career, because you've, and I've been a fan since the first, the first Murder Dolls album, man. I've seen how far you've come and how much you've done and how much you've achieved and, just kicked fucking ass and it's and i'm proud to say i'm a fan and man australia especially loves what you do man like we love having you down here you know well hopefully uh i was checking some emails this week and Mm -hmm. we've been we've been offered a, a tour uh for australia uh as early as january coming up so uh yes raise those horns I am very, very keen. No, I only did one. I need yeah. two. So I need yeah, so it's going to be good. Um, so yeah, we just got a got an offer for that. So I just need to speak it over with the agents and see if logistics on it and everything. But uh, but I was excited to see that email that said Australia tour offer, and uh, soon, you know, absolutely. So, yeah, so. count me in. I'll be there, bro. I'll be there in an absolute heartbeat. So uh, me too. Hopefully, yeah. me too. <laughs> <laughs> And I'll see if I can find you that scare glow this time. I went on this yeah. hunt last time we spoke. You said, I need a scare glow. Mm-hmm. Did you get yeah. one? Have you got a scare glow? I've got the remake. I've got like three yeah. or four of the, of the new ones, but I do I get to have an original scare glow. He's, he's hard to find and he's pricey. He's pricey. I found one. Yeah. And the dude was like, I've got a scare glow. I was like, oh, cool, man. Cause like, this is a dude I know. It's Jason when he goes, yeah gonna cost you and i was, I was like man i yeah. love wednesday but man i can't afford i'm the same it. way i i found him but the price on him i can't i, I can't justify the price on it because it's just like i mean i think at that point i was already i'd already stopped collecting he man when scare glow came out it's crazy yeah, yeah, yeah. how he became such a such a and, and even that horde the horde trooper as well as another one that's kind of yeah. expensive hard to get a hold of so 
I'll eventually get one. I'll find it. I mean, like I said, I've seen them, but I'm just, I can't pay the price on it. But uh, I did find a snake mountain in the box uh, last tour, 350 bucks, bought it without hesitation. All right. Money down. Money yeah, down. That's a, now that's a good price. Mm. But people are selling scare scare glow for three fifty. I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's it. Hey. No. I'll keep the I'll keep looking. One day I'll find you one. It'll be like very old, like in The Simpsons. You know when Bart and Homer go to uh, Itchy and Scratchy the movie. It'll be like that. Yes. With Ricky, like really old dudes, and I'll be like, <laughs> you know? that'll be great. Well, man, it's been uh, an absolute pleasure having you on the show again, as always. Uh, mate, Horrify is out on October 7, and we'll have all the links down here, and we'll see you in yeah. January, I hope. Yeah, I think it, I think it's, I saw the last week of January was the tour offer, So, and it's going to be a really unique tour as well. So I'm, it, I was smiling when I saw it. I went, really? Okay, that's going to be fun. Can you so, tell? Uh, can you tell me? Well, I just, the supports, the support bands will be unusual, but awesome. <laughs> it's just something that, uh, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. I can't, I can't give it away. But when I heard it, I was like, really? That's a really cool idea. I just haven't, you know, all I can say is people know what my favorite kind of music is. So imagine if we could bring some of those older bands with us. Whoa. That's all I'm going to say. All right. Keep your That's all I can say. Better. Yeah. <laughs> All right, brother. Enjoy the rest yeah. of your tour. Stay safe. We'll see you in the new year and um, keep kicking ass, my man. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate it. We'll see you soon. See you, buddy. Bye. Bye. Bye.